No, I'll go live in five, four, three, two, one. Okay, here we are, back with another podcast. I'm here with Frank Totti and St. Leonardo for episode two of Let's Talk Roma. I guess we'll go right away. Big news, Lukaku signs for Roma after about five, six days of a back-and-forth process. Romanisti going crazy. We finally sealed the deal. Dan Friedkin flies his private jet (laughs) all the way to London, gets the deal done, and then um, I guess tomorrow he's going to Belgium to pick up Lukaku with his plane, bringing him back to Roma. We're going to save the uh, Lukaku discussion until after we speak about last match, just to go in uh, sequential order here. So stay tuned. We're going to get to Lukaku and all the good stuff there. But first, we'll start with uh, Roma versus Hellas Verona. Roma lose 2-1. to one. Rough match. Um, I guess we'll just do some generic uh, opinions on the match. We'll start with you, Frank. What did you think of the match? I think you're on mute. You're on mute, Frank. <laughs> Overall, tough match to see. I mean, uh, there he is. I mean, if you look at look at the type of game it was, it reminds us of the uh, Salernitana match, except for um, Rui Patricio making another couple couple mistakes there. Tough. Overall, tough match to see, but uh, not much more I could say there. How about you, Leo? What did you think of the match? <laughs> ah, good, right? Really, though, honestly. I don't know. I feel like it's hard to, um, like, when you start a game like that, when your goalkeeper lets you down, what, three, four minutes in, it's kind of hard to get back into it. And they did, they fought, they battled, but there just really wasn't enough, I guess, Grinta, you could say. It was just, I don't know. Honestly, I I, I don't even know what to say. It was, hor- it was horrible. <laughs> um. I think from this, from this, the moment I saw the lineup, I was like, "What's going on here?" Like Awar, we talked about it last podcast how good of a player he was. He was, mm-hmm. he was in all. I think all of our top two players. Yeah. To not see him in the eleven was like, mm, "What's what's going on here?" But um, yeah, like I said, Patricio lets you down three minutes in, and then just to not really actually get back into the game completely, go down to nothing against a team like that. Like this team was battling in the relegation playoff last season. And then here they are, they're, they're, I mean, we held the ball, we played with more possession than they did, but we didn't really, I mean, we hit the crossbar off a free kick, uh, Costante hit the crossbar off a corner kick, like we had our fair amount of chances, but we didn't capitalize on any of them, and uh, I don't know, that's all I really have to say, disappointing, very disappointing, to not even come up with one point is very disappointing. But. No, I definitely agree with you. It's It was definitely a tough match. I was at the cottage watching this. Good thing I had a bunch of alcohol with me because that was a rough one. <laughs> I think I dropped $100 on Roma, and uh, let's just say it was a bad decision, <laughs> especially after that early goal from Hellas Verona. Uh, yeah, like you said, Patricio. We'll get into him as we go through the lineup, but <laughs> oh, my God. I warned you guys last week. Don't forget. He did. Yeah, he did. Um, <laughs> yeah, but it was just a, a tough match. Roma really tried it. it. It's very difficult to start a match on a positive note when they score a goal on you so fast, right? But it is what it is. We'll go through the formation. I'm sure we'll talk about more at the match as we go on here. So up top, we had Balotti and Dybala. 
We'll start with Balotti. Frank, what were your thoughts on Balotti? We'll go through everybody player by player. I thought Balotti had a pretty good game. He had a couple chances where, I mean, his lack of speed didn't get him in behind completely, but got a couple chances there. Hold-up play was good, overall play. But I feel like from Balotti, you can't really ask much more from what he did. Uh, I think overall he had a pretty good game, though. How about you, Leo? What did you I'd think say the exact uh, same. I, even, I think I even put a tweet out just saying he just he's not – He's far too slow or something like that. Like, he works so hard. He's so strong. He's, he's, he's willing to put his body on the line at all times. Mm-hmm. He's usually in the right place at the right time. Like he's got the striker's mentality. It's just, he's, I mean, he's obviously he's getting up there in age. I don't know. I don't think he played terrible, but he also didn't really give us – I mean, on the goal, you could say it was really all him. He put his, like I said, he put his body on the line, almost got his head knocked off by uh, Montipo there. Headed it to a war and then we scored. But like Frank said, you can't really ask too much from him, especially like the city. Yeah, there's so many young guys in there now, fast, fast, fast players. But mm-hmm. I didn't think he had a terrible game. I thought he played all right. But yeah, that's what I think. Yeah. What about you, Lupo? Yeah, I thought uh, Balotti actually did pretty well considering everything that went wrong during the match. I saw him still better, much better than last season. I saw him confident. He was holding the ball. He was keeping possession. But yeah, there was definitely some breakaways, some good opportunities broken up. I believe the center back on Hellas Verona's name is Hien. Um, completely outpaced Bellotti on those opportunities. Yeah, if we have a faster striker in that in those opportunities, it's a goal. It's about two goals, I think. But again, Bellotti, he was away from the defenders. Hien actually caught up to him and you know closed off the chance for Roma. So yeah, Bellotti, he's not the fastest, but again. If we don't have wingers who can run like we used to back in the old days, it's going to be difficult. You know, like, but looking at the formation, all we have with speed technically is Zaluski. Um, from there, what is it? Uh, Dybala's not the quickest. Balotti's not the quickest. Cristante, Paredes, Pellegrini are not the quickest. So it's we really have a lack of speed in a lot of positions. Um, moving on to Dybala, I thought he did okay. I thought he tried to link up here and there with the giving goes into the 18. That was good to see. Still wasn't able to give what we're used to from Paulo Dybala, but I think it's going to come with time. It was his first match. So, again, I also think he was playing injured. He went off in the 65th minute again, which is something we'll probably get into later. Is it worrisome to see Dybala go off again so early in the season? But uh, what did you guys think of Paulo Dybala? Like you said, I mean, it's. Uh, I thought he had an okay game. Couple link up plays. It looked like he was trying to grow into the game, but it never really worked out for him. Uh, first first game of the season for him, so we'll see what happens. But I was more wor- wor- like worried, like you said, about him, seeing him come off so early in the game. Uh, I just hope he'll be okay for me then. But as for the last game, didn't really look so good. Kind of had some highlights, but overall, I'd say quiet game from Dybala. No, exactly. Um, I don't want to say it was the worst game I've seen him play for us, but it definitely wasn't a pretty one. Just couldn't get it going. And usually he's like our spark. We look to him for for everything, to create chances, to finish chances, everything. And it just wasn't, it just wasn't his night. But um, again, hard to judge off the first game. He's got to get, get back into it. There's some new faces on the field. So I'm really not too worried about him, more so just worried about his fitness and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Hopefully he can stay healthy. Cause you guys know with the healthy Dybala, we're we're in safe hands. Way but, different team. Yeah, well, exactly. Absolutely. 
But no, I don't know. It wasn't a great game for him, but it also, it, it I don't know. It wasn't. It really wasn't a good game. I've seen him play much better, but is what yeah, it is. It we know. We know what he's capable of. Too, right? Yeah, exactly. So. We know what he's capable of. So I'm really not too worried about him. Okay, so moving on to our wing back Zaluski and uh, Leo's favorite player, Mr. Christensen. Leo, I'll let you start off with this one. Um, honestly, Christensen, he he played. I would definitely say he played a little bit better. Yes, uh, sorry, not yesterday. On uh, Saturday, we played. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Saturday. Uh, you saw. I think it was when he made the run down the line and he played it into Zalewski when Zalewski had the shot on net. Right yeah, down yeah. the middle, but he still he created a chance, ran down the line, beat his man, got the mm-hmm. ball in, That's and you like to play. see that from him. Um, it's exactly what we need that these wingers to, to to create some chances, use their speed. I don't think I think he played much better than he did in the first match. Um, like based off that performance, I would say to to start. I mean, maybe not against Milan, but I would I would I can almost say I can trust him a little more now after that performance. But. Um, yeah, uh, and for Zalewski, I mean, I don't know. You guys can kind of know what you expect from him. I just think he was, like, two years ago, like, when, our, when we won the conference league, he was a, like, we could trust him. He was good on the ball. He, he created chances. He was beating his players. He's kind of slowed down in that sense, but I don't think he played terrible. But, no, yeah, that's I, probably I, it for me. I agree with Leo. Um Better better game from Christensen. I mean, it was good to see. I definitely would start him next game against Milan just because, like we always said, we trust him more defensively. So next game, I mean, going against, I think it would be Leao's side. So Leo. i definitely start him next game. But uh, Zalewski, I hope it was good to see that he's okay after that freak accident where he forgot about know that. W- what happened to him. But uh, as for his game, yeah, he had an okay game again. Just like I feel like a lot of mo- a lot of the players did, but um, no, happy to see he's okay. But yeah, I mean, like you said, our wingers we we don't offer too much, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, I thought uh, Zalewski played a good game. Um, it was unfortunate what happened with him with that uh, collision. It was, it was pretty scary to be honest. Uh, you know, I I think the guy's shoulder went straight into his face. You know, he went down. Pagotti was there holding his head. You know, I was like freaking a little worried. Like maybe someone should grab his tongue or something just in case he accidentally swallows it if he's knocked unconscious. It was pretty crazy. But again, great to see that he's fine. I mentioned this in a couple platforms. Uh, you know, the reports came out that he was actually okay. So that's great to see. Um, there's not really much to say. And like a usual performance from Saluski can't really go wrong there. Um, when it comes to Christensen, I thought he played decent. Again, he's... His strong, uh, like basically, his strength is defensive play. Uh, when mm-hmm. the other team's attacking, you can see he's solid. You can see he's physical. Uh, like Leo said, there was that uh, opportunity where Christensen was sent through down the wing. He actually bodied a guy very nicely, kept possession. So you do see his strengths, but at the end of the day, he's not the best attacker. He's not the one that's going to beat a guy, cut into the box, make that excellent cross. But like Frank just said, against Liao and Milan, I think he's a player who can actually get the job done. He's not going to jump in and try to steal the ball. He's going to back up and use his body at the right moments. And I feel that's pretty much exactly what we need against a player like Liao. So yeah, like he uh, he did okay. There's nothing really too bad about that. I thought he actually had a better game than the first game. I think he's yeah, coming into his sure. own. 
If we do play a back four eventually, I feel he's a good fullback to really solidify our back line. You know, he's played center back before, so he has that defensive ability to slot right in there. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it on that front. So we'll move into our midfield. Um, we'll go Chris Dante and Pellegrini. So whoever you guys want to start with, feel free. Go ahead, Frank. Uh, I'll start with Pellegrini. So, uh, I mean, thought he had a decent game. There's There was at times where he killed a couple of attacks, but, I mean, hitting the bar there and that one chance where he shook off a couple of guys, I feel like he should have done better on that opportunity there. But in order to get into that opportunity, I thought it – into that, uh, yeah, opportunity, I thought it was pretty good for him. Um, but, I mean, always expect better from him. Uh like the kind of shades of what we saw last year of him not being able to capitalize, not a lot of end product from him. So hoping to see him get a bit better. Cause I mean, he is one of the main players on the squad. So we need him to do better if we want to see a better Roma. So he's going to have to step up. Uh, as for Cristante, I mean, I don't think we saw exactly what we want to see from Cristante. Personally, I would drop Cristante more towards a defensive role, maybe even see, seeing how our center backs play maybe try him out at center back, but I don't know. I don't think it was a good game for Cassante at all. No, I agree. I, um, like I know the last podcast, we were saying how we wanted to see Cristante stay in the lineup and how he, you know, he just, he does his job. He doesn't, he doesn't take too many risks and whatnot, but I don't think, I don't think Saturday he played very well at all defensively and even on the ball. Just so I feel like he does a lot of just sideways and backwards passes, especially against a small team like that. Like you got to, Someone needs to get the ball and go up the field, and he just yeah. wasn't doing that. But um, I wouldn't say he was our worst player on Saturday, but he definitely was nowhere near our best player. But you'd like to see him kind of turn things around, like we were saying, to, to become more of that midfield engine. But who knows? We'll see. And in terms of Pellegrini, I I don't think he, he – like you said, he created some chances. Like, the free kick was beautiful. It's really too bad it didn't go in. Oh, yeah. That was beautiful a free mm-hmm. kick. Like, just vintage Pellegrini. Just – and then that chance where he had it right on, the, right on the inside of the 18. He had two guys on his back, and he just rolled the ball one way, went the other. But at that it, – it, in that situation, you have to at least hit the net. Like, make the goalkeeper work for it, right? But yeah. I don't know. From what we saw two years ago from Pellegrini, again, we know what the guy's capable of. He's He's – our captain. He's a great player. He's he's a key a key role in uh, in this Roma squad. So you'd like to see him get back up to those levels. But I didn't think again. I don't think he had a, a terrible game, but it definitely was nowhere near what uh, what we needed out of our captain. He's got to do a little bit better. What do you think, Lupo? Yeah, I'll start with Cristante. I thought he was dreadful. Um... <laughs> <laughs> um, like I do like the guy. I'm not gonna lie to you. I do like Brian Cristante. I think he has a place on this team, not on the pitch, more on the bench role. But you know, I just I spoke about this in the past. Every time he gets the ball, it's he's nervous. He he's lacking ideas. It's he he has a North American mentality, in my opinion, where it's let me get the ball, let me look up, then I'll figure it out later. You got to be able to think on the fly. You got to be able to check your shoulder, know what to do next as soon as the ball is on the way to you. And I just feel like his decision making is a little slow. I've seen him last game, you know, ruin a couple of offensive attacks for Roma. He'd get the ball and kind of lose it or make the wrong decision. That kind of aggravates me. Um, 
I don't think he had a good game. I don't think he had a good two games to start the season. I feel he's a great sub. I feel he should be on the bench, and I don't think he should start anymore. We have – we'll talk about him next, but we have Leandro Paredes, who I feel is the guy who can really, you know, keep possession, be that deep-lying playmaker for Roma. He's not going to win as many balls as Cristante, but, you know, he's going to put in a better uh, game than I feel Cristante will in terms of our offense, in terms of possession, and really spreading the play, organizing the team. Um, I love Cristante. Like I said, he's a great sub. I feel that's what he should be. Um, I feel that uh, the fact that we took off Paredes at halftime instead of Cristante is a bit of a travesty. Um, I'm not sure why Mourinho made that decision. My mind tells me it's uttered loyalty to Cristante for the last two seasons with Jose Mourinho. But I feel it was a poor decision. Paredes did not deserve to go off. I thought he was having a pretty good game, actually. But uh, we'll talk about him next. Uh, In terms of Lorenzo Pellegrini, I thought he showed some signs of the old Pellegrini. There was a a moment where he was on top of the 18-yard box. He faked the back heel, pulled the ball forward, pulled it back again, totally fooled the defenders. It was honestly a great play. All he had to do was slot it in the net, and unfortunately, he missed the net. And then from there, it was same old uh, Pellegrini, you know, like he plays the game well. He, you know, he's not really making the correct plays. He tries to be Francesco Totti when he could just make a simple pass and like he'll do a give and go with a guy instead of making the easy pass. He'll try to chip it like he's, you know, like Maradona or something. (laughs) I honestly don't think he played that bad of a game. But again, he has problems in key moments. When the whole team is depending on him, when he has to be the guy that steps up, he just doesn't seem to have it. There was an opportunity in the second half when the ball came into the box. All he had to do was turn around and bury it. He whiffed at it with his left foot. It went out of bounds, and everyone was just kind of like, what the hell was that? What are we doing here? I'm not giving up on our captain by any means. I know he has the potential to do well, but, you know, he has to be better. Um and it's, an, it's really as simple as that. He needs to be better. He needs to lead this team. And we have players around him that, you know, can do the job and can help him. So we'll see what happens going forward. Uh, I'll just start with Paredes moving on to him. Again, I thought he had a great match. It was very poor decision-making on the coaching staff by taking him off instead of Cristante. You have a guy who has the ability to keep possession, you know, spread the play, kind of be that general for us. Kind of like Matic was in that aspect, but yeah, like he was linking up with Dybala. There was a couple given goals. I think he put in a back heel. He had a pretty poor shot when he tried with outside of the foot, but you know, you can see that link of play with Dybala there. You can see that friendship that's actually there. Um, yeah, I just think it was a poor decision taking him off instead of Cristante. What did you guys think about uh, Leandro Paredes? I think the same thing. Um, he's that guy where you know you when when we're building up out of the back we know we can count on him to make the right decision and not force something sure he'll try a pretty risky long ball or but you know that he's capable of it that's the difference and you know that you can trust him with the ball and he he knows how to how to dictate the speed of the game he knows he knows what he's doing he's a he's played every he's won the world cup he's played he's played it all he's done it all but um and then that link-up play where I think it was him and Pellegrini, a quick give-and-go on the edge of the 18, and then he tried to give it a little Travella, and it was it was quite horrible. But yeah. uh, he's got to get those ones out of he's got to get them out of his system. I'm 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 sure he'll uh, he'll find his way, and he's already looking good. Like he, I think he played great, 
but like you said, it was too, it's really I agree with you fully. It's too bad he did come off. I think he was playing a lot better than Cristante. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. I think uh, I think he should be our starting DM. And because uh, if you put him, if you put him as the six with Awar and Pellegrini just sitting right above him, I think that would be our best midfield, to be honest. But uh, I thought he played a good game. Like you said, it's really too bad he came out. But it's a good start for him so far. The first, the first cameo off the bench, he looked good, and then to, for his first start, he looked he looked very good. What do you think, Frank? Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, I'm excited to see what's to come for Paredes and the. The future, I think he he will be playing a big part of our midfield going forward. I agree with you guys too. Shouldn't have came off. And uh, moving forward, I would probably I'd probably play him ahead of Cristante just to kind of see what how it looks. And completely agree with Leo. Just kind of play Paredes right behind Awar and Pellegrini, and that I think that's looking right now as the midfield to moving forward. And I hope that's what we see on the weekend. So for sure, we'll see. All right, yeah, I fully agree with you guys. Um, I think he deserves a start as well. I see some of the people in the chat are also agreeing with us right now. So, again, for those that don't know, uh, we're doing this live on YouTube. So, at the end of the podcast, we're going to be going through each and every comment that, you know, is uh, thrown in the chat by you guys. So, keep commenting, keep engaging. We'll get to you guys at the end. Thank you for joining. For those that have joined, please give a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel if you guys enjoyed the content so far. Anyway, moving on to our back line, Lorente, Smalling, Mancini. We'll start with Lorente and Mancini. I think they played pretty much their prototypical game. Lorente was kind of exposed with his lack of speed last game. I think he had a great game of possession, as he normally does. Uh, Mancini, same thing. He played the typical Mancini game, went in hard, fought for every possession, was a leader on the pitch, which you love to see. Um, again, Mancini is known for his lack of pace, but I still think he is one of our better players. I still think he's a starter week in, week out, just based off the grinta, based off the leadership. Um, and I'll get, I guess I'll get into Smalling as well. I think Smalling had a very poor game again. So it seems like whoever we sign to a contract is having a poor game, Cristante and Smalling. I guess they're just, they lost that, that, you know, that, um, that drive, that hunger, but Smalling, I'll tell you, last game, he was burned by Kandreva, goal against. This game, if you watch the video uh, on the second goal from Hellas Verona, they have a through ball and a counterattack. It was Lorente's man, fair enough, but the middle defender needs to kind of look at everything and make the right decision. You see Chris, um, you see Smalling kind of stepping in, playing the offside trap in the other team's half. It's like, what are you doing, man? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you have a, one of the fastest guys on the pitch running down the wing, and you're checking in to kind of cover a guy in the middle. As the middle center back, you got to anticipate everything. You got to be the last man back. You got to look at everything. And honestly, if he's in position, he gets to that player way faster. And I don't think he even has the opportunity to cut in. Aside from the strike, which we'll get into soon, I'm very excited about the next player, Patricio. But what did you guys think about the? <laughs> what did you guys think about the defense? I, I mean, I agree with Smalling, another shocking performance. Uh, you could pinpoint some goals on him last game against Salernitana and again today. Uh, we're, here, we're sitting here doing the same thing um, against House Verona. That lack of awareness pushing up, like Lupo was just talking about, that was, I, I, could, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. But um, 
I would like moving forward. I would like to see a little bit of a changeup in the defense. Like I would want to see Indica come on. I'd want to see. I'd even think about bringing Cristante back in the center of the, of the three back and putting Indica and Mancini just because I feel like Cristante plays that role a bit more well. And like we're talking about not being able to receive under pressure, you take that side away from his game. So um, I don't know. We'll see. But the other two, Lorente didn't have the best game. Kind of got exposed, like you guys were talking about. But um, Mancini, decently solid game. There's a couple of times I don't know he got into a wrestling match with a guy, and no calls were being made. I feel like that was just because it was Mancini. If it was anyone else, the other guy would be getting a yellow. But, anyways, um, just hoping to see moving forward something change up in the defense. I just feel like it's becoming a bit stale. I think we're starting to see a lack of what Ibanez brought to the defense, uh, mm-hmm. having that pace out there. Kind of, if you remember how many times Ibanez would come and like save the defense's ass, last man one running back, having that last tackle, uh, we clearly see that's a problem with everyone getting in behind us the last couple games. So I don't know. We'll see. Hoping to see Indica, but um, yeah, what do you think, Leo? Um, I don't think that they were. I don't think the back line necessarily was had a terrible game, other than Smalling. But again. Two games in a row from Smalling like this, I think there's you have no choice but to sit him and just give somebody like Indica a chance. I mean, we we like I think Lupo tweeted like a week or maybe it was just in the podcast said we spent all this money on this guy and all these uh, not not all this money but <clears throat> many clubs were interested in signing this guy. Yeah, we were lucky enough to bring him in. Give him a chance. I mean, I, I get it's a big game against Milan. He's never played in the City A yet, but how much worse can it get than this? Right? Like this is it's. Two games in a row, individual mistakes from Smalling. Like the the second goal when he stepped up for the offside trap. He's an ex- he's played the game for for years. He's been around forever. Mm. He should know as as a player like himself. You're the last man back. You you never do that. And if I'm not mistaken, he stepped like, for the offside trap in in our own like in yeah, their own in half. their half. So it, like, it, 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 it there's it, no it. yeah you're at a loss for words. It's insane. <laughs> But, sorry, um, sorry. No, 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 for sure. Yeah, it was <laughs> insane. Right. I couldn't believe my eyes. I'm like, what is he doing? And then he's not a very, he's not a player with very much pace. So it's not like he's going to get back and make that last minute tackle and, and save the day. Well, that's what, like you said, we, where we do miss Ibanez because he was, for his size, he was the, one of the fastest center backs in the league. And he was, he, don't get me wrong, he was a very clumsy player and he did make some big mistakes and some big games. But you can definitely tell that we do miss that aspect of having that that fast, big, he'll go into any tackle. I I personally do miss Ibanez. Obviously, things had to be done and whatnot, but mm-hmm. no, I don't know. Smalling, I think, uh, I hate to say it, but I think he's maybe out of his, like last season and the season before, he was he was unbelievable. People were calling him Smaldini and whatnot, but he's not looking too good. Mancini, I think, played a good game. I really like him. Just, He's 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 our he, I, to me he's our captain the way he, he the way he acts the way he talks the way he goes into tackles and he he's very vocal with all the whole team and the refs everything but um, I don't really have anything negative to say about Mancini and Lorente played I don't know I didn't think he played a terrible game I think on the first goal off the, I'm not I'm not trying to blame him at all it's 100 Ruby's fault but I think on the first goal the rebound he was the closest player there he kind of was was watching his man as his man dove into the six yard box to tap it in. 
But again, it's all, I guess a center back, you would assume that your goalkeeper is going to make that save and not parry it out right to the other team, but is what it is. I don't know. I think, uh, I agree with you in the sense that we do need to make a change, at least in the back, whether it's pushing Cristante in there for the next game or putting Indica in there with Lorente and Mancini. But I think Lorente and Mancini, they're, uh, I think they're doing just, just fine. And I'd like to see those two in the 11 for sure. But um, I wouldn't be upset if I saw Smalling on the bench next game. That's for sure. Yeah, I guess we'll see what happens. Uh, a part of me believes that Mourinho's going to go with the same three just because, you know, he's not there on the bench. And now it's like his time to kind of be there to yell at them or tell them how to make the right passes or make the right decisions. It's hard because without Mourinho on the bench, you like, you don't really know what's going on. Like, it's not even just Marino. I swear Fodi is actually suspended just as many games, right? So they're yeah. both back next yeah. match. Yeah. If anything, Fodi's the one yelling at everybody more than Mourinho. So with those two voices away from the pitch, like it gives the players, I don't know, a sense of freedom in maybe the negative way, right? So we'll see what happens going forward. And now for my favorite part of the podcast, we will be getting into <laughs> Rui Patricio. Um. Why don't you start us off? You want me to go first? Yeah, you set the tone here. Okay. So last week I spoke about Rui Patricio, and, uh, you know, I kind of got some backlash from these two fine gentlemen here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they did say he was not the best um, goalkeeper. They said he's not the biggest issue with Roma. So, you know, second game of the season here, he's, you know, a shot goes on net. I think my sister can uh, cradle that with her hands and pull it in, and then – you know, he lets a rebound go. Um, the other team just taps it in and boom, right off the start, Roma are down. That's a killer for the whole team. You see players throwing their hands in the air. You see players putting their heads down. I've played with a poor keeper myself in the past, and it's very difficult when you know every shot has a chance of going in. It's almost like you you don't try as hard because you know no matter what happens, they take one shot and it's in. Like It's, it's hard to explain really, but awful. Awful, awful from uh, Rui Patricio. It, it's a little disgusting. Like, I'm a little offended by this. <laughs> like, how can you be a professional goalie and not make these stops? It, it blows my mind. It, it's really atrocious from him. He's going to cost us points this whole season. He cost mm-hmm. us points last season. I put out a, a video of him the other day of all his mistakes in the last couple years. It's actually, like, going crazy right now how many people are on that, but he's he's going to lose us so many points. When other teams come into the match knowing any shot they take has the potential of being a goal, they're just going to flood us. They're going to take shots from everywhere. Rebounds are going to be flying off his hands. I just don't understand how a goalie with the experience that he has is not able to understand that every time you save the ball, if you can't catch it, you got to push it to the side. Push yeah, it out of bounds. Of push it to the corner flag. Like He needs to be able to know this as a, a keeper with this type of experience. And I'll tell you now, if we don't find a solution, we have De Gea on free agents. There's Hugo Lloris, who I know people are not too excited about. Um, we got to figure something out, whether it's playing Svilar or making a, a transfer or something. It's We can't survive like this. I'm telling you right now, if, if any team comes in and takes their shots and knows that it has potential to go in, we're going to be screwed. Like This guy's going to lose us so many points. If you think back to when Roma had Allison, like we're laughing. We're laughing. It's like okay, take a shot. Oh, you beat us. Oh no, it's a, it's another goal opportunity. Oh, whatever. Allison saves it. Like this guy single handedly got us to the Champions League semifinals, 
And uh, that goes to show how important a keeper truly is. So if Patricio is not going to step up his game, which I know he's not, we're screwed. So it's either we, we have a, a stellar offense and we score more goals than the opponent or we're in trouble. And that's it because Smalling's not there this year. Last year, Smalling saved their ass a bunch of times. He made Patricio look like a hero, in my opinion. So we'll see what happens going forward. But uh, Rui Patricio is not it. And frankly, I'm a little exhausted even talking about this guy. He's going to fucking screw us, I'm telling you right now. We'll see how he plays against Milan. We know he's going to start. So we'll cross our fingers and hope for the best. But uh, what did you guys think? No, I think... Uh, I Like last week, I said it's too early to judge. It's too early to judge. You got to keep playing him. He's an experienced goalie. But based off of Saturday's performance, like the first goal, inexcusable. Like there's, there's, as, as a goalie of his caliber with his resume and everything, you, something like that can't happen. And then even the second goal, like at first I thought, okay, you know what? That was a really nice shot, is what it is. Smalling got beat. But then when you watch the replay, it was fairly close to Patricio like I, I just don't understand how you don't extend your arm out and at least get a fingertip on it like like something but um I've definitely changed my opinion in the last week I I'm I'm done with this guy like it's it's getting out of hand here I think it's what five six shots on target in the last two games and we've conceded four goals like that's that's just ridiculous it's it's getting out of hand, but um, and I know that Svilar hasn't played very much and doesn't have the most experience. But at this point, I would rather see him and try and build off him and and gain him some experience and try and integrate him into the squad. If we can't make something happen, I know you mentioned De Gea, Loris. I wouldn't be upset about either of those names, but I know that their wages are just ridiculous. If so, if they're willing to take a massive pay cut and come play for us. Sign him up because we need uh, we need a change. This guy is this guy is ridiculous. There's really not that much to say. Like yeah. don't like we said, the Kandreva second goal was was it was a beautiful goal. The first goal was hard to hard to judge, so we gave him a pass the first week. But against a, a relegation side like like we played on Saturday against Verona, you there's no excuse. He 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 knocks his own team out of the game not even five minutes into the into the match. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I'm a uh, I'm on the Spillar train at this rate. I think, um, I know, again, it's, I've said this a few times, it's hard to start these guys against a team like Milan, but how much worse can it get, really? Like, it's at the point no. where it's, it's like a 66% shots are going in. <laughs> it's yeah. insane when you think about it like no, that. It's every, it's, you actually every look third. at the second goal they scored, it was kind of in the middle of the net. It there was, was one place yeah. where yeah. I got a shoot. Like right and it was like 100%. right here. Like, 100%. You have to get, like I said, you got to get a hand on it. If, whether it yeah. goes off your hand and in the net, at least you got your hand to it. But it's like he's just he's selling the dive. Like, oh, he dove, but he's actually not even trying. I, it, I honestly think he's lost all his confidence. I don't think he believes in himself. I don't think he, he believes he's actually a good keeper right now. And on that second goal, Smalling was right there. If like, there's no way this guy could have shot short side. Smalling no, it was had right to there. be far post. It had to be far post, and that's yeah. what I was trying to tell you guys last time. There's only one place Kandreva was shooting that time. Same thing he with didn't this even game. Go. No, he just he just fell back. He, he didn't even go too late. Post. He, 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 fell he doesn't backwards. anticipate. He doesn't move his old feet. They just they're like bricks. No, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done with this guy. I, I I don't. I number one would place VR, and I think 
we, we gotta start like I would I play Patricio against Milan though. We'll give him another I w- chance. I wouldn't. I you can't put Stilaro in and... against Milan though, unfortunately. I like I said, it can't get much worse than what we're at. Exactly. Uh, put him in, in it a big game. Can't. Put yeah. him in a big game. Let him feel the pressure. Exactly. We're home. home. Yeah. We're home. I would do it. I just can't see it getting any worse, and we need to something to build off of. At the end of the day, we've blown two games against two relegation sides. Personally, I think we're going to get absolutely worked by Milan, so I would just put Svr in. Anyway, we're going to have so. to park the bus, Europa yeah. League style. Yeah, it's going to be sure. it's, it's going to be an ugly game. And I like, I look at I look at teams like like Milan, who has Magnan, who are if anything, he's winning them fifteen points at the at the end of the oh, season. We're, we're losing 100%. points with Patricio yeah. every single year. It's starting it's the to same be thing with Allison, man. He won those games yeah. too. We can't lie. Yeah. Like hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also so, heard Handanovic is available too. If that's an option, I, I wouldn't take on that. Even De Gea, I honestly wouldn't even take De Gea. I'm not gonna it's probably this little bit of the same stuff, right? So, the, yeah, it's all it's he all is younger than Rui, but at the end of the day, it's a risky move either way. Yeah, what I do you guys think uh, Morgan De Sanctis is doing right now? Isn't, isn't he's the sporting director of someone? I <laughs> yeah, he is. He Call is. him back. Holy shit. Okay. Um, I don't want to say too much on this game. It was horrible. No one wants to hear about it. Everyone in the chat is just here for the, the big Romalu Lukaku talk. So we'll speak about one more thing, which is Uwad. How the hell did this guy not start the match? Who decided this? Are we too loyal to Cristante? Uh, yes, we are. I don't know why I'm even asking an obvious question. But what did you guys think? Like, how do you not start Uwad? What was the thought process behind it from Mourinho? What do you guys think? <laughs> to me, I, I found it a bit crazy at the beginning of the season how we saw reports saying he – I saw I remember reading something like he was already going to have to work his way into the team and it wasn't that he was starting. So to see him have such a good game and then not start, I was kind of scared. This is one of Mourinho's old mind games of having a player come to in and maybe trying to bring him back down to earth and maybe kind of level him out because there was a lot of guys going crazy about our last week. So – Maybe it was something like that with Mourinho, but I did see that he is going to be back in the lineup against Milan. Yeah, there's a um, report, yeah. So that's good to see. I just do wonder who's going to come out. But I think Mourinho, at the end of the day, sees Awar and Pellegrini maybe as kind of the same player. And with with Paredes and uh, Pellegrini together, he kind of sees it more as a balance with Cristante as well. At the end of the day, it didn't work out for us. So does it really matter? No. But number one thing is, I think Awar is one of the first names on the team sheet right now, the way we're looking. So, I mean, yeah, I, I, like you said, don't understand how he doesn't get into the 11, especially after last game. We all said he was one of the best players on the pitch. Not mm-hmm. to start this game doesn't make sense to me. What do you think, Leo? I think the exact same thing. Like uh, when I saw Roma tweet starting 11, I'm reading through the games, the team sheet. I'm thinking, where is Awar? Like he was, it was, it was a shocker to be honest. I don't know if they're just trying to maybe manage, like just to prevent injury, or if, like you said, it's just a loyalty thing, and they just don't want to pull some of these guys out that he's had for the last two years that he that have that have served for him essentially. But I think he's got to start. He's a He's for me. He's our best midfielder, to be honest. In terms of like, like Dybala's Dybala's Dybala. I don't even consider him a midfielder. I consider him like a. He's an attacker for us, but I don't. I honestly just don't understand. I think if you put him 
with Pe- like we like we had said a few times. Take Cristante out, put Awar in with Pellegrini, and I think that is without question our best midfield. He you saw he came on the field, he immediately gave it gave an impact. He tries so hard, he battles, he goes, he'll go into the tackles on the ball. He's so calm. He scored good for him. I'm I'm happy for him. He got his debut. Uh, sorry, his his first goal in the city. Ah, wasn't the prettiest, but. He was there at the right place at the right time, and um, going forward, I, I I think he has to start without question. He's uh, he's too good of a player to be coming off the bench. I'm sure. Um, don't get me wrong. He offers a lot off the bench. Like like I said, he just immediately changed the game. But I think we need that from the first minute, not not off the bench. But uh, like maybe it, it. I don't know how is his how his fitness is or how his injury record is at the moment. Maybe that's why he's not starting. That's the, honestly the only thing I could think of, especially after a performance be, yeah. like it's true. the first game. Like he was – Yeah, who knows, right? He could have had a knock. He could have yeah. – anything could be possible. We, we don't know all the answers. But, yeah, if, if he, on a healthy day, he needs to start, as you guys 100%. said. Like, this guy is probably our best midfielder. He's all around. He can play a little defensive – Play a little offensive. He's creative. He's got great skill level. Very smart, high level IQ for the the game, and uh, you could see it every time he plays. He comes on, the game changes. He scores. He's always in the right areas. I said this before, but again, it's it's kind of like having Mkhitaryan back in our midfield. To be honest, mm-hmm. they're very similar players. He's just a younger version. He has much higher ceiling than Mkhitaryan had when he arrived at Roma. So we'll see what happens. Uh, yeah, Frank said there was a report that came out that Uwad is going to be in the starting lineup next game, which is perfect with me. It's good news. That's exactly where he belongs. I'm hoping to see Uwad, Paredes, and Pellegrini. I think that's our best three right now. Yeah. If you want to put Cristante on defense instead of Lorente or Smalling, that's up to Jose, but I doubt that's going to happen, to be honest. Yeah, but we'll see what happens going forward. Um we're going to have a tough match for Roma. They got to do better. They can't just lose to these teams. Owen, oh, one and one to start the season. One point on the year. It's uh, it's tough, but um, I think we're all set. Talking about the last match, it's been around forty minutes so far. Can we get into the fun part? What do you guys think? Yeah, I think it's time to <laughs> do it. It's time. All right. So official news coming out of London. Let me just give you a little backstory here. So Roma is very interesting. Lukaku, as everybody knows, we had Dan Friedkin fly. Yes, exactly. Leo. We had Dan Friedkin fly to London to close his deal. We had our CEO, Mrs. Soloku, also fly over there. Basically, Roma sent the cavalry. Like Everyone was there in London trying to close this deal. We did everything we possibly could. A report came out from, um, I forgot who it was, but they said... Dan Friedkin, if he was not part of the negotiations, this deal probably doesn't happen. He put all his cards on the table. He really wanted Lukaku. He put everything he had to getting this deal done, and it looks like he did it. So Romelu Lukaku is going to sign for Roma. It's pretty much done at this point, just waiting for the signatures. Looks like he's going to arrive on the plane. Okay, sorry, let me explain this properly. Dan Friedkin, the owner of Roma, flew his own private jet as a pilot to London, got his deal done. Tomorrow he's going. It's tomorrow, right? He's going to fly to yeah. Belgium. Yeah, yeah. He's going to pick yeah. up pick Lukaku. Up. Lukaku's going to get in that plane. Danny Freakin's going to get back in the cockpit. <laughs> he's going to fly. <laughs> he's going to fly Lukaku all the way to Rome. I can't imagine the reception this guy's going to get. 
the amount of fans that are going to be in that airport is going to be absolutely crazy. I can't wait to see those videos. I can't wait to post those videos. It's going to be amazing because every Romanista there understands that you got to show this guy everything that Roma is in order to convince him to stay in the future. If this guy has a fantastic year for Roma, there's a chance you can sign him because Chelsea did change his contract. They altered it. There is now a 37 million pound, not euro pound, release clause. So that's I think that's Ooh. around 42 million euros. Something so if like he that. does have a fantastic season, we can actually sign him for 40 million euros. And hey, you can always negotiate that as well. If the other teams, if he does well, other teams are going to want him. But same with Dybala. If you're in Roma, the fans give you that reception. They make you a god in the city. You're not going to want to leave regardless. Lukaku could even, you know, get Chelsea down maybe to like 35 million. You never know. Once this club wraps their arms around you, once the fan base wraps their arms around you and makes you that icon in the city, it's very hard to get away from it. So... The reports that came out said it was a 5 million euro loan from Chelsea. Lukaku is going to get around 6.5 million a season from Roma. And yeah, I think I pretty much said everything. Um, I'll speak about later what this means for Roma going forward, but I want to let you guys start with that. So what do you think this move means for Roma? How many goals is Lukaku going to pop in this season? And can this get Roma to that glorious, I'm looking at it in the sky, Champions League <laughs> position? What do you guys think? Uh, you want to go ahead, Leo, or you want me to start? I just wanted to start by saying I think it's absolutely insane that our owner, like, name me another club that does this, that your their owner gets in their own plane and doesn't just get in the plane, but he gets in the cockpit and flies himself and the negotiating team to another country to negotiate and get everything done. I just, I, you love to see it. Like, we've had, uh, We've had owner who was it Palotta in the past. Yeah, who was what he was in. He was he, I think he was in Rome maybe once, twice a year. Yeah. So you like to see things like this. It uh, definitely drives the players a little more, knowing that they're in safe hands and that these guys actually care about them and they want to see stuff happen. But um, in terms of Lukaku himself, I mean, we we said it weeks ago. I, I didn't actually ever think this was going to happen, to be honest, but. I think he'll score. He's already missed two games. I don't think he'll play against Milan. I hope he does, but I'm very doubtful for that. But. I have to throw in here just really quick. Remember when you were sleeping and me and Frank were going off? We're like, he's coming, he's coming. You're like opening your eyes. You're like, <laughs> you're like yeah. you guys are fucking with me. This can't yeah. be. And you're like, what's going on? I'm like, fucking, he's coming. Yeah, you had the, you had, you called it. You called it like, what was that, a week ago you said that? And I'm like, come on. Yeah, around no six way. days ago. I yeah. knew he was coming, man. It, it's the writing on the wall. Where else is Lukaku going to go? Like, it Roma was needs him, he needs Saudi. Roma, Chelsea needs yeah. us to lift up he, his price tag. He really screwed himself for, up with, like, Inter, Juve, and those negotiations. So it all made sense for both clubs. But one thing, to see the Freakins where they've come, I mean, the first season, Mourinho was a dream. No one in Roma would have thought we've, we'd ever sign a coach like Mourinho. The second year, we got Dybala, Dybala, another dream, and now we get Lukaku, a number nine, that... I mean, again, Roma would dream to have these players in the past. To see all these, them have such a big hand in all these negotiations is amazing too. Like you guys said about him flying his own plane around Europe just to get this deal done. Uh, it's incredible. I think Lukaku is going to have a massive season. 
if hopefully he can get into the lineup soon, but I would, I don't see how he doesn't get starting for every game for us, how he doesn't get 20, 25 goals this season. For sure. Um, that's what I'm at least expecting. We are paying quite a bit of money to, for a one year loan. Um, but at the end of the day, we all know our FFP restrictions, how we can't spend money on, on a lot of transfer fees. So the Friedkins really showing what they can do and how bad they want Roma to succeed. And I mean, I would say right now we're in, it's, it's almost, we have to make top four right now. Um, this is the season to do it, especially with the top number nine. Hopefully a lot of these guys can stay fit around them, but I think on paper, we have a pretty good, pretty good squad to, to make a top four fight. For sure. No, I think, uh, like I said, missing three games, hopefully that's it. Hopefully he can come in after the international break. Um, I think he's got to score 20 at least. I don't even know exactly how many scored last year to be exact, but I think it was upwards of 20 and he missed a big chunk of the season last year with injury and just all the nonsense that went on. He's just, some say he's world-class, some would say he's not, some would say he's clumsy sure he has his moments like champions league final and whatever he's had a few a few hiccups in his career but i think overall he's especially in the with our system the way we play we couldn't have found a more perfect fit in terms of a number nine and i think he's gonna he's gonna i don't know if he's exactly gonna turn things around obviously like you said everybody's got to stay healthy and everybody else has to play their part but i think um in terms of a striker, he's exactly what we need. And I think I, I don't think we could have done any better in terms of signing a striker. No, I definitely agree. Like if there's any striker available on the market right now, the best one is easily Romelu Lukaku. Um it's fantastic news, guys. Like, let's be honest. This is one of the and, best strikers in Syria in the last five years, I would say, no? Yeah. It's really that big of a deal. Sure. Like, I don't care really how many goals this guy scores as long as he helps us win matches. That's all I really care about. Yeah, He is that target man Mourinho needs. He's been with Mourinho twice now, uh, once at Chelsea, once at Manchester United. They know each other well. He, Mourinho doesn't have to kind of learn who Lukaku is, learn his tendencies. He knows exactly who the he knows his game. Exactly. So I think it's going to be even easier to integrate Lukaku into the squad I feel we're going to utilize Lukaku in every way possible. Just imagine someone chipping the ball deep to his chest, brings it down, puts Dybala through, Dybala magic, back to Lukaku goal. I think we're going to see that a bunch of times this year. There's really so much potential for Roma with Lukaku on the team. This is a world-class striker. People can say whatever they want. He's clumsy, this and that. He is. He is clumsy, but his clumsiness actually gets some goals too sometimes. <laughs> The power, the strength, the sheer determination when he runs through the defense with possession. You can watch. I've posted his, his highlight reels. You you can watch this guy. Like He doesn't look like a guy who can have skill, do scissors, cut in and out of guys, but he does it. And I think he's a very smart player. I think he's his, the main point of his game is his strength. But, hell, he has a damn powerful shot. He knows how to bury the ball. If he's inside the six, he's in a power at top shelf and the goalie's not going to be able to do anything about it he knows how to get into positions he knows how to make space for himself and hey if we add in Paulo Dybala into the equation this could be easily the best striker duo in all of Syria. I think there's no way around that I'm sure other fans from other teams would agree 
But hey, let's be honest. We have in- the whole Inter fan base wishing you know the worst for this guy. Yeah. We have, uh, Milan was actually linked to him too. Juventus uh, fans came on and said we don't want him. So I think Lukaku has a lot to prove. I think this is his best shot to kind of stick it to everybody who badmouth him, including Inter. Of course, he has a soft spot for Inter, but at the end of the day, he's going to give everything he possibly can for Roma and his team. If he does, well, he we know he's arriving tomorrow, so I'm praying he is of solid uh, form right now. I pray that he is ready to go. And, hey, I want to see him starting versus Milan. Let's be honest. We're bringing in a guy we spent a lot of money on him, especially for a loan deal. I don't know how you start on Andrea Bellotti. I don't know if Mourinho is going to be loyal to Bellotti. I don't think Bellotti deserves the start based on last uh, week's performance. He did play well, as we discussed, but I don't think he did enough to be like, okay, you know, Lukaku, we got you, but we're going to stick with our guy right now and see what happens. This is Romelu Lukaku, guys. Like, yeah. you, ha- you have to start him. I don't think there's any way around it. Um, my formation is easy. It's going to be Lukaku, Dybala, Pellegrini, Uwad, Paredes, Zaluski, and probably Chris- Christensen at this point to cover uh, Liao. So, yeah, it's pretty much it. I would go offensive, but, you know, playing Milan, I see Mourinho playing Cristante again. It's going to drive me nuts, but, you know, he may be right on that front. If we're going to sit the bus, you might as well play Cristante at that point. There's really no reason not to, but I like a team that attacks and tries to win. I Two games down, zero wins. I feel like Mourinho is going to park the bus. I should also mention, so next match versus Milan, Jose Mourinho returns. The freaking general is back, so... Roma's definitely going to play better with Mourinho, I think. He's he's that figure on the side of the field where if you make a bad play, if you make a bad decision, you make a selfish decision, that man is going to eat, eat you out. He's going to yell at you. He's going to tell you exactly what he thinks. Bruno Conti, God bless him. Roma legend. He's not going to say a damn word. I don't even think he... <laughs> I don't even no, think he said he's a word not a the coach. entire yeah. match. I love him so yeah. much. He was one of the best players. One of my favorite players, actually. From the, the past, you know, Italy 1982, Roma legend, as I mentioned. I love the guy, but he's not going to be a guy to, you know, like bark at somebody, tell him what he thinks. And even, hell, even Fodi coming back is going to be huge for Roma, as I mentioned earlier. What do you guys think the uh, impact of Jose Mourinho returning is? Do you think uh, Lukaku deserves to start against Milan? Do you think he will start against Milan? Let me know what you guys think. I mean, I heard... From what I heard, uh, he hasn't even been training with Chelsea. He was mm-hmm. training once or twice with the U21, and he's back home in, in Belgium. So you're you're just hoping that he is training at home, trying to stay fit for his next opportunity. Because, I mean, for me, yeah, I would definitely start him. And depending if Dybala is, is fit next game, I mean, I would maybe even start Belotti right beside him. Have Belotti do the running around and... and I mean, we're at a lack of options up top, so we'll we'll see what happens. But anyways, if he is fit, I would definitely start him. If he's not fit, we do have to get him him going as quickly as possible because uh, this guy's a deadly number nine. Uh, Like you said, one of the best in City. uh, And, yeah, we need him right in our lineup as soon as we can get him because uh, big player. I mean, I think he's in, like I was saying, I think he's going to score a lot of goals for us this season. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I think if if we have the option to start him, there's no there's no other way to look at it. He's got to be in the eleven, especially against Milan. He's probably got nothing but uh, 
built up anger against them. Obviously, you know how that goes, the Derby and whatnot, the fans cheering, chanting against him and whatnot. Um, it'll be his first game at home. It's a big, big game. He wants to turn things around for us. He knows how much we need him, how, how the, the, the heights we went to to get him. And of course, like Lupo said earlier, the, the reception he's going to get just at the airport alone will be insane. Like, Oh, it's going to be insane. crazy. Can't wait. So Cannot wait. ideally, like I said, I'd like to see him start against Milan. I don't know how quickly that all is going to happen. I mean, he's only going to have what a, two training sessions before that game if that I mean I know he's a he's he's a tech, he's a big enough player to get into into form pretty quickly like we all know this he's uh yeah. it doesn't take much for him to to get integrated into the squad and we obviously don't have many other options at this rate but um yeah. one thing I wanted to say was how do you guys think this goes when Tammy gets back from injury, uh, I think it all depends. You know, do they play together? Um, first of all, especially with Marcos Leonardo. If we get him, yeah. We'll so see. yeah, like what's we'll even see. now? We're gonna have too many forwards at this rate. Uh, there's you. never too many forwards. We go play <laughs> up two up two up top with DiBala and Pellegrini behind them. Hopefully, four at the back. God help us, and then we'll move forward. But again, Tammy Abraham, it's an ACL. If he comes back, he might not even be ready to go. We've seen many, many ACL surgeries. Has any player actually came back and actually performed right away? Oh, we haven't even one. mentioned here. Just realized. I saw a comment yeah. here. Asmund. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to yeah. it. Man. Yeah, we got that. In terms of the striker situation, like, <laughs> this is almost giving me a... Like, put signed... respect on my boy's name. Yeah, I just saw... <laughs> when we signed Eldor... <laughs> He was like our. He was supposed to be our Jekyll replacement, and then what? Three, four days later, we signed Tammy, and then we never really got to see Eldor, and then his confidence just went all the way down. And uh, I don't know. I wasn't like. I mean, more options is the better, but and I heard I, this guy's not even fully fit at the moment. I think he said he had a groin or a moon, calf injury. They said he yeah, was injured, and a report came out saying he actually isn't injured and he's training. No, so yeah, yeah, exactly. It's it's a but little no, confusing think, on that front. I think it's the it's. The freaking's bottom line, they don't care. Tammy injured, not it. They want top four this season. They went yeah, out absolutely. after a move like this. They don't care if, if it's an overpopulated squad. I have a feeling Mourinho's almost told them, this is my last season on my contract. It's if we make top four, then we can continue. Or if not, or then... it's I'm not even staying if we don't make top four. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Then he's yeah. gone if, if they don't make top four. That's why I think they're really going to the extent of trying to get these deals past the line. Trying to get all the, the if you look at on paper what we did with just loans without spending too much money and not per, no permanent transfers, there's a lot of good business done and top players to be brought in. Um, a lot of these aren't permanent for the next year, so it'll show you know we're not really spending too much money. So, guys like Tammy, um, moving forward can maybe be looked at for next season. Who knows if he's apparently coming back in what April, February? Like I, thought I, I think, guys, February. I think he's done, man. At the yeah, end of the day. even if he even if he comes <laughs> no, back like, not his in career, February, but, uh, no, even if he comes back least. in February and heals, it's gonna take about a month to two months to maybe integrate back into the team to get the yeah. team fitness. So we'll see, we'll see what happens. But uh, I think it's a good problem to have. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, honestly, a lot of strikers really... is a good problem. Yeah, 100%. I, I get more now, hungry. The, yeah, the more I think about it, the more I, I think Belotti's actually going to start next game. 
if Dybala doesn't play, I don't know who's going to play with him. But I just – I kind of see Lukaku coming in maybe 65th, 70th minute. Just you, you got to think too. What if he gets injured because he has a lack of training, right? Then this whole thing is useless. We rush him into the squad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I see Belotti starting regardless. I think he will get to start. Lukaku, we'll see what happens, but I don't know. Anyway, I, like, I pulled up some stats from Lukaku. I think we, should, we can talk about this too. So Manchester United, he played 66 matches, 28 goals. Inter Milan, 72 matches, 47 goals. Pretty incredible stats there. He went back to Chelsea in 2021, 26 appearances, 8 goals. You can't really go wrong with these stats. And then Inter Milan on loan last season, 25 appearances, 10 goals. I think he had 6 assists as well. If, if that's what oh, yeah, yeah, for. exactly. Like, he, 10 he puts goals up the and numbers. 6 assists and 25 appearances is not bad. That was I mean, last season's stats? Yeah, last nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm telling like, you, like, people are gonna say what they want, but those stats are not bad at all. And for half a guy those games he... and in Champions League, sorry, in 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 Champions League too, three goals, one assist over eight appearances. <sighs> Having a Champions yeah. League proven player, I mean, look, he almost scored in me, the finals. I know he screwed up with the header, but yeah, he lost me fifteen hundred dollars. Hopefully, he can help no out deal, in but... front of our net too with with Rui. I mean, uh, we we'll take all the help we can get, but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no but yeah. with, with Lukaku, in all seriousness, yeah. the, w- the way we play, like you see us clip balls up to the up to the striker and try and make Belotti figure out, like that's what Lukaku lives on. Lukaku can hold off any guy. That guy on, on uh, Hellas Verona would not be bullying Belotti. Or sorry, bullying no, and Lukaku. I, honestly, I think Lukaku Belotti. has much more speed than Belotti. That guy's a freight train once he gets Yeah, going, once he right? gets going, there's no stopping Yeah. Him. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. So no, so, I think it's a. So it's at a that ma- point, we have what? Lukaku, Azmoun, Balotti, and uh, Tammy, Tammy back. Back, possibly Marcos, Leonardo. At this point, we have the the right amount of strikers that we would need, right? So yeah. we have a lot of games. You have Europa League coming up, Coppa Italia. Coppa Italia, yeah. It's all gonna add up at the end. Azmoun's even gonna get chances if he starts performing. You put him with Lukaku, you know, it, it could actually be a good a tandem because. He, in the past, scored a lot of goals as a moon. He's creative. He has that ability to run and create things. So we'll see what happens. Um, I just want to put in there, we wanted to sign Kamada. That guy was awful. I watched last game versus... Uh, I haven't even seen. I, yeah, I, I turned the game on when he got stuff off. Terrible. Looks very timid. Looks scared to do anything. So that's. I just wanted to throw that in there. And let's be um, happy we have Lazio one merda. point because Lazio is merda. zero. Zero points. But I know. Again, guys, like, I've been saying we're having a bad start. Look at those guys. Yeah, exactly. but it's like it's like comparing a bunch of grown men to a children. Like, why we even? I don't know how Lazio ever places ahead of us, man. Freaking scumbags, man. Yeah. Ah, but um, strikers, yeah. Um, we could even go two up top. We could do really anything with the formation. I am praying to see a four at the back. Like, I know everyone's scared of it. I know no. everyone says our our defense is bad and we need the, the cushion at the three. I think our defense is bad because we don't have enough bodies up top, personally. I think we're just relying on them to do too much work. I think yeah, at this rate, like, we have to we have to go four in the back, especially with the numbers we have in the midfield and the attackers now. I think we've got no choice but to go four in the back. And then even then, you play the two center backs. What if one gets hurt? Right now we've got three center backs. Say one gets hurt two, three weeks. One in mid-game gets injured. We don't really have that many options off the bench. Like Obviously, we've got Indica right now, but who else do we have off the bench in terms of center backs? I mean, like, Cristante is very versatile. He can go Ula into that even role. healthy right now? 
I'm not no, even he was sure in the stands. No, he was in the stands. I think I know he, first he might game play he better when he's injured, honestly. Gambula. <laughs> yeah. But no, I think for sure there's 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 no question. I think we should look to move to a four in the back because defensively it's clearly not working with the three in the back how we have it. So um, yeah, and based on like personnel alone, like you said, it's it's probably more beneficial. It's making more sense to to move to that four in the back. I would not be opposed to it. I think we should try it out. What's the worst that can happen? Well, every time we're losing the game, we go to four at the back and we start yeah. scoring goals. So yeah. at, at this point, it's like, why don't we just play four at the back and call it a day? Because that defense it's all about Jose Mourinho. It's Mourinho is the guy, man. If he doesn't think we can do it, then he's in training sessions. We're not, but uh, we're always able to disagree if we need to. But it's one of the best coaches. And we were talking before the stream started that um, there's a lot of coaches that would play a more exciting style of play, but there's not any other coach that would bring in Dybala, Lukaku, right? No. Yeah. You're not going to attract those kind of names like Lukaku, Dybala. Uh, even, I would even go as far as saying Uwar, as like an Awar, Indica, Sanchez, Renato Sanchez, those kind of guys to make a decision. No, yeah, none for of those example, guys. Like Indica um, choosing you know what? us Sanchez over Barcelona. Sanchez is ready, man. Yeah. I'd play Sanchez too if he's ready. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I, I think mean, he's out till after the break. Yeah, oh, I, yeah just, I did hear that. That's right. I yeah, think. yeah, that's true. Yeah, I think you're right. It's but not it's 100%, in, but it's more likely than not. Yeah. 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 I just think with Mourinho, you buy into to knowing this. You you play that kind of style. It's kind of like that murder ball. But at the same time, he's used to having these top players where, example, like a Pellegrini, that chance is in the back of the net for, for another Mourinho side. Not so much maybe with Tottenham, and but, you know, that's where he gets it from. You're going to get your chances. It's just about taking your chances when and, and making them count. Yeah, um, capitalizing. Yeah, I mean, with, with, we're hitting post. Look at last year, even 20. I think we were over 25 times we hit the crossbar post throughout the whole season. I mean, that's just the little things. Sometimes being unlucky, but overall, I mean, it's just capitalizing on your chances. So we'll see. That's one thing we really lack. I don't yeah. know what it is. If you guys don't train shooting. But yeah, there's no I know. one it's that's like they clinical. never shoot. Yeah, Nobody's that's exactly clinical. it. But that's why that's I bring all it is. I mean, Dybala, of course, is. But I mean, he's not. I think old. at the end of the day, Jose Mourinho is the guy. Anybody else, we wouldn't even get any of these players like we said. No, we no, would yeah. not have made uh, Europa League finals. We would not have won the Conference League. Looking back at the Conference League, we went crazy about it. But now I'm just like, man, it's over. You with. Know what I mean, it was yeah, good to win a like, trophy. Man. It was good. It was. It was obviously helped. We were in the tournament already, so it's like you might as well win it, right? Win it. So yeah. we enjoyed it. Yeah. We had fun. Europa League, we were right there to win it. Unfortunately, uh, I don't know. We got robbed by Mr. Taylor. Yeah, I don't know. Mr. Taylor, talk about it. and uh, yeah, we won't get into that. No, no, no. But um, yeah. Anyway, let's uh, let's talk about Milan and Roma. So, what formation would you guys like to see? What players would you like to see? Frank, we'll start with you. Uh, I went. I went kind of a bit crazy here, so I'm starting to speak. <laughs> oh, you, you wrote it down. Frank is prepared, <laughs> well, oh, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. I, I, I'm, I'm taking. I'm putting Sviar in the in net. You guys laughed it. at me last. I week. know. I know. No, no, I'm done. I'm done. Everyone comment on Mourinho's pictures. The freaking groups tag him. Say we need to sign a goalie. We need one. Anyone. But anyways, I got Indica, Smalling, Mancini starting. Uh, I think with Smalling, I know he's had a couple rough games, but I'm just hoping, you know, we're back home. It's a big game against Milan. Oh, play, yeah. Maybe shakes it off. Uh, I would like to see Indica just for the pace factor. I want to see is something Indica different. Indica or Indica? I, gotta, I, gotta ask. I thought it was Indica. 
I thought. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't heard it pronounced. I don't know. Frank Spitharino and Dicka. I don't know. Yeah, continue. Sorry, Frank. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So I want to see. I want to see him for the pace factor, just because. I mean, like we were talking about, lacking Ibanez back there. I think he saved us a lot of the time. But I'd start Indica, Smalling, and Mancini, and then uh, in the across the five in the middle, I'm putting Spina, Parades, Pele, Awar, and Christensen. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Spina, just because he adds a little bit more of defensive stability, I think against Milan, we're really going to be pressed a lot of the game, sitting behind the ball. Um, we'll see. And that's why that's why I'm like, hopefully Dybala's fit so we can play Dybala and Belotti. Um, I would start Belotti just for he's going to ha- kind of have that role where it's just you chase the ball from center back to center back everywhere it goes, kind of be that workhorse along the top. Hopefully win some battles at the top kind of getting us gaining us possession back and i mean that last spot i'm hoping i'm praying lukaku comes in fit because i did see a report saying he's already in the squad list like if they closed it today they were including him in the squad list does that mean coming off the bench maybe but i'm being i'm being hopeful here and i have him in my starting lineup so one belotti and lukaku up top and sorry then where's where's the bala playing you don't think no, I'm saying if if Dybala, if Dybala isn't fit, I would play Lukaku because oh, okay. I mean it's either uh, Dybala and Belotti gotcha. or else I don't know who else, right? So I see. So, so I if he of... is fit, would you go? Sorry, Leo, would you go Dybala, Lukaku, or Belotti, uh, Dybala? I'd probably go Belotti, Dybala, if 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 Lukaku is fit. just in case of the fitness and all yeah. that, right? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Leo, you're on. I um I listen, so I agree with you, and I think in terms of formation, I think it's too. It's too early to switch it. Like I said, I would like to see four in the back, but I think against Milan, we should stay with a three in the back. Mm-hmm. I uh, I agree with taking Rui out and putting Spillar in. I get it's a big game, but can't get any worse than we're, we're, what we've got. Exactly. It really it really can't. Like I said, whether six shots and four goals, that's unacceptable. So we, it's time for a change. <laughs> Imagine but, we uh, played Svilar, like I said, man. We might have won last game. You guys don't listen, man. But okay. um, <laughs> in terms of the back line, I would go. I think Spina should be playing just in, for the defensive aspect. Um, he still has some speed. He's not obviously not as fast as he always been, but I think in terms of what we need for that game, we should be playing Spina. And then in the back, I would go Lorente. I think's been been playing good. I go Lorente Mancini. And then I don't think it's going to happen, but I would like to see Indica playing over Smalling. I don't think that'll be the case, but that's how I would like to see he's it. He's got the left foot too, no? Yeah, he's left yeah. footed. Yeah. Well, if we go so, forward the back, we have our left footed center back too. So that's something to think about. Yeah, no, for sure. And then uh, for my right back, this could be a crazy, uh, crazy take, but I don't know if you guys remember last season when we played against Milan, Celic played and he absolutely locked Leao up. I don't know if you guys remember this, but... He did. I don't know in terms of his fitness and confidence and stuff like that, like Jose knows best, but I wouldn't be upset if I saw Celic starting just for that defensive aspect of the game. And just because, like I said, when he played Leao, he just he irritated Leao. He got in his head and he, he really did nothing against us. But... Um, if not Chelik, I'd like to see Christensen just for again the defensive aspect. We don't really need to to worry about beating our guys in a game like this. We got to more so worry about stopping shots from Rui. But um, yeah, so that's how I'd go. I'd go Spina, Lorente, 
Mancini, Indica, and then Chalik or Christensen. And then midfield, like I said earlier, I'd like to go Perez, Awar, Pellegrini. And then up top, I would probably say if Dybala is fit, I'd go Dybala, Belotti. And even if Lukaku is available, I probably would say I'd like to see him off the bench and just give us that spark and come in and just completely change the game against tired legs, run mm-hmm. through these guys and just maybe score. If he could score, that'd be obviously great. But I think uh, in, a, in a first game debut like that, it'd be nice for him to come in and just feel the roar of the fans and just want to just do nothing but attack these guys. So yeah, that's how I would do it. Yeah, I agree with a lot of that. Um, in goal, I'd put... Uh, remember last season? I just want to throw in there. When I put Matic and Ned in all of my uh, formations? <laughs> Call him back. <laughs> no kidding. I posted a picture of Lukaku playing keeper. I'm like, never mind striker, boys. Yeah, keeper. he's versatile. <laughs> okay, but... Um, yeah, I... I I want to do like Mourinho's formation that I know he's going to play, and then I want to do my formation that I want to play. So Mourinho, I'll tell you right now, we're going to go Rui Patricio, Smalling, Lorente, Mancini. Uh-huh. Uh, we're going to go... Cristante mm, will start in there. I don't, know about the 100%. Left, I don't know about the left side. Yeah, left yeah side, that's a 50-50. I think I'll go Spina, Cristante, uh, Uwad, Pellegrini. I think he'll go Christensen, and I think he'll go Bolotti, Dybala, if Dybala is available. If he's not available, I say he throws in Paredes and pushes Pellegrini up the pitch. Um, now, here's what I want to see. I want to see Zvalara net for the second week in a row. God help me. Um, <laughs> I want to see... I can't give up on Smalling just yet, so I'm going to go Smalling, Lorente, and Mancini one more time. Uh, I just don't see Mourinho benching uh, Smalling. It's it's too early in the year. Just signed a I know new contract. All the goals are his fault. Yeah, he just signed a new contract. And Dika's probably dying to play, but it uh-huh. it's really tough. I, I thought he would play right away. I thought he'd be a starter on this team over Lorente. Like we got Lorente and Christensen in on loan, and these guys are starting every match. It's a dry loan too. I swear, right? No, Lorente is not. I a thought dry Lorente loan. is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'd go Lorente, Smalling, Mancini. If in a perfect world, I'd probably put Indica beside Smalling and Mancini instead of Lorente just for like strength and headers and all that because I know Milan has a bunch of tall players and Big strong bodies. players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so out wide, I'd probably go Zalewski if he's not concussed. <laughs> um, I'd go... Uh, yeah, I'd probably go Paredes, Uwad, Pellegrini, and uh, Christensen all right for that defensive game to kind of block out Liao. Selleck can probably do the job. I just feel we were in a much better spot last season defensively as a unit. If it's going to be one-on-ones, I'd want Christensen because I know he's not going to, you know, press. I know he's going to sit back and all that. So probably go him. And then Dybala, Balotti, as you guys said, I'd do the same thing. Let um, Lukaku come in late in the match, probably 65th minute or so, and see what he can do. And if we need to score, we go for it the back, put Bolotti and uh, Lukaku on. Personally, I don't, I don't think it's going to work out. I think Bolotti will just take up too much space from Lukaku. I would like to see Dybala Lukaku, but do we even know if Dybala is fit for 90 minutes? I doubt he is. Do you put Dybala in later and start Lukaku if he's actually fit? We don't know Lukaku's fitness right now, guys. Like he, he can be training hard in Belgium. We don't even know, right? Like I'm sure Mourinho's going to look at him in practice. He's going to give him a 
you know, a rough practice session, see what he's all about. And uh, if he's actually fit, we might actually play him. But I don't know. Like, I'm not even sure if Azamun is fit right now. It's kind of yeah. smoke yeah, and mirrors. Like, it's all in the air. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's we'll a lot see. of possibilities right now. Like, Renato Sanchez is another guy. It's rough. And then we have Bove, guys. Like, <laughs> everyone's yeah, forgetting forgot about Bove. Him, but yeah, it's crazy. He's, he was a starter last year for us, and we're t- like – I feel like it's just that first game, man. Over. First game, he looked yeah. very shaky. Yeah, he was nervous. not. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He did not well, he it. probably feels the pressure, right? All these big 100%. players, big profiles coming around him. He's still a, yeah, like, you know, he's still a kid, right? Job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I hear you. Yeah, so it's it's tough on him. I think he'll be back. He is a top player from what we saw last season. I mean, him scoring the big Europa League, Europa League goal for us, right? Got us to where we wanted. Absolutely. Um, yeah. But. I wanted to ask you is what what about some score predictions this weekend for Milan? What are you guys thinking? Lupo, you want to start this one off? Let's give it let's give it your honest opinions because oh, my, my honest opinion and my hopeful opinion or yeah, let's hear, let's hear both. Let's hear both. Yeah, okay. yeah, let's my hear honest it. opinion is we lose two to three nothing. Yeah. Uh <laughs> yeah. My hopeful opinion is like a two one win, one nothing win. I think Milan's gonna score regardless because they might just take a shot and they might get past the defenders. <laughs> So, um, yeah, I'd say, like, a 2-1 win for Roma would be pretty likely if we do win. Um, it could also be, like, a 2-2 tie, a 1-1 yeah, tie. Yeah, that's what I think. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Think. I'd go down on paper with, I think we're going to lose in, you know, my like in my mind, in my heart, I'm going to say we win 2-1. So you guys can do your mind and heart predictions, too. I think it's a good way to describe it. Yeah, no, that's good. <laughs> I think... Um... Like you said, it's first game back with Jose. I think that the players are going to come, especially after losing to a relegation team and tying Salonitana. I think they got they got to come out flying. Uh, not obviously not offensively, but I think in terms of just like in general, they need to they need to be on their their best performances. All these guys, and they all have got something to prove. Everybody's got to be hungry. There's so there's there's so many options now. Whereas if you have these bad games, there is a chance that you're not going to be in the lineup the next week. You lose your spot. So I think that they're, and we always usually do play better against the top teams. Like last season, we I think we split two ties against Milan, home and away. Um, I think honestly, there's a good chance we tie. I think if we do tie, it's going to be two two. Um, I think that's what my my mind is telling me, and then my honest opinion, I think. If we play anything like we played the last two games, we're losing. I mean, Milan's hot too right now, so it's other thing you got to look they're, at. They're, they're scoring, scoring goals, goals. Sure. so I'm thinking three, three nil, three one. I think, but I yeah. think it's very possible that we do scrape a result out. And like I said, it's got to come eventually, right? Like we can't just lose, tie, tie, lose. Like we, we've got to get results here. And uh, yeah. I, I think Jose's a big role in that. Having him on, back on the bench will be a big, big key factor. So um, I don't know. I'm pre- I'm I'm honestly quite hopeful that we can pull at least a point out of this. If we win, even better. We're laughing, but um, yeah, I don't know. I think two two or it's it's either goes one way or the other. There's no in between. So yeah. what do you think, Frank? I agree. I'm just really hoping Mourinho's coming back does have a lot to do with this next game. Hoping the players step up for him. Um, but let's see. Uh, oh, like. Hopefully we do win or we can pull out some sort of result. We are home, so let's hope the Olympic goes absolutely rocking, which I think it will be. So 
hopefully that gives the player some motivation to get going. Um, yeah, I think hope so. Hopefully we win, I would say, 2-1. Um, I do think we are going to lose this match. I think it's going to get – we'll see how it is. But I think it's going to get pretty ugly if we play like we do last time. If if Rui's in net, I mean, with the attackers that Milan have and the way they're looking right now, it's it could get ugly. So yeah. let's hope it doesn't. Mourinho's back. Um, so let's hope for a good result. Hopefully the boys are up for it. It's a big match, so – you know, sometimes in a big match, you throw everything else out the window and you just play the big match the way it's supposed to be played. So let's forget about what happened and move forward. Well, I think you're on mute, Luke. Yeah, there you go. The more I hear you guys talk, the more I actually believe we're going to win. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it is. No, it's Jose, Jose Mourinho's back. We're going to park the bus. We're going to squeak a goal and we're going to get the fuck out of there, man. I'm That's so it, man. <laughs> <laughs> The poll what would you guys do if it's like zero zero or one one? Lukaku comes in and he buries. Uh, I don't. Oh, I'll probably shit. jump through the window. I think oh, I'll, yeah. I'll actually be on the watch along for those who are watching. I ended up getting off work, so fucking right. And nice. uh, I'll probably break my laptop and monitor with one punch. I'd say if we <laughs> Lukaku scores and we end up winning. Oh my god, I'd go That's crazy. Gonna be, it's gonna be bad. It's gonna. We'll see. I'm going to be freaking put on the internet as a meme if uh, Lukaku scores and we win. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> I don't know. I got a good feeling he's not even going to he's not even going to be on the bench. I don't know. I think we're getting no, a little bit excited. He's on the bench. He's on the bench. I saw he's in the squad list. I saw that. I'll give you a loophole guarantee that guy's on the bench. If he's not, okay, so I he's going to he's going to I mean, I guess it gives you time. He's going to land Tuesday. He can train Wednesday, Thursday. It's at home, so you don't got to worry about traveling. It's two training He'll sessions. He'll get the two and a half training He'll get sessions. a third one in. A, a light, a light one morning. on Thursday. A very light one on yeah. Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. Even know. Friday. We're home even too, fr- right? There's no traveling, yeah. so. Yeah. Friday. Yeah, he'll get in tomorrow. He'll loose. train. Um, that's Tuesday. Wednesday, he'll train. Thursday, a little light session. And, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. But I think he's on the bench 100%. I just don't I know about so. Asmoon. I don't know about uh, Renato Sanchez. I think the ballot's on the bench guaranteed as well. So uh, we'll see I'm what happens. I'm just trying to look where this was reported that it was. Which report? That he was on the squad list? Sky Sports, yeah. They said that they want to get him in the squad list. It's impossible the to have planning to include him among, yeah, among. Oh, no, yeah, that's definitely the, the plan. upcoming Milan showdown. I yeah, mean, yeah. how can huge. you not? To have a guy like that, how can you not? So, But at the same so time, do you want to just – integrate him in right away and risk yes. like him like what? i feel like i feel like no but i feel like that only comes out if they know like you're not you're like as a club you're not going to invest that money and do that so if they're if that's the plan they must know something that no one else knows like who know he could be at home just train the guy training machine, man. he could yeah. be training doing it at home we'll see because we'll the last thing i want to see is us put him even say as a substitution late in the game pushing hard for a goal pulls a muscle like we, yeah. we i mean obviously that's just thinking worst case but i don't know i'm sure he's in good enough fitness to play i, I can only imagine i don't think he's at home eating chips or anything like that like i think mm-hmm. he's he's keeping up with his uh his routines and whatnot he's staying fit but yeah. um it all depends on his mindset does he want to prove people wrong is he hungry does he have yeah, that desire right so yeah we know yeah. he's been pushing to come to roma so Let's hope for the best. See what improve. happens. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, Rip, uh, before we get into the comments, I just want to bring up one thing. Do you guys have you guys seen the report that Spinazzola 
Man United. United is interested in Spinozola. Because I guess Luke Shaw got injured, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Would you sell him? I think with the, only a year left on his contract, you. Pro, I, I, I think you if do. If he brings in a 15 to 20, 20 million, I would do it. With a year left on his contract, you think we could get that much? 15 mil. If if men use desperate, it's men. Yeah, you, that's we, fair. They paid 65 for Mount. I would take probably 15. I would do it for 15 million or 10, 15 million. It's better than sticking out with him this whole season and he goes to Saudi for free in the summer. So, I mean, it makes sense to me if you can get some some cash for him now, look to bring somebody in in January. Why not? Stick it out with Zalewski, maybe. Uh... Who's going to play on the left, though? That's the thing. I know Costage may, might be available on you. I know, I saw that. The UV I doubt that uh, they give him to us, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I, I think you keep Spina no matter what, unless you have a replacement ready right now. It yeah, depends I how mean, much he brings in. You, you can know. always sell Spina in January if you need to, but like right now we need all the players we can get in those fullback positions. I, I don't know who you play instead of him. I don't know well, if you put El Shirawe there. Or... I mean, that's always an option yeah, if we're going to stay with the three too. in the back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, really so you have just Zalewski and. Uh, if you move to yeah, four, you can always move in Dicka there. I think even. Can you uh, imagine Laurentiis though? Spinazzola played. goes to Manchester, he plays good, and then everyone's just like, oh, you shouldn't have. Like, same thing with Ibanez. Like, I don't want to hear know. all that with, again. With, with, with Spina, I feel like he's done what he's done for us. He's towards the end of his career. Yeah. I mean, with that Achilles injury, ever since the Euro, I feel like he got that injured and then. Because he's compensating for that injury, just everything else is just getting injured. There's just small muscle tweaks everywhere. I don't think he'll ever get to the peak fitness that we're imagining or we're hoping for. I feel like if you could bring in some sort of fee, it's almost like I would I would really send him to Manchester and and I mean you you could fill you could fill in those roles. Like even even Elsha, I would say Elsha right now, I would from what we saw as a second striker, I don't really like it. I would rather play him on the outside, play as a wing back. He adds a bit more of. A, He's too weak. Say, yeah, I would. I, he adds a bit more pace. He can hold the ball. He makes. He has good link up play. He on makes the wing. good runs from the the yeah. back too, right on the wing. He does. So yeah, yeah. His he defense beats a guy, isn't cuts so inside, well. And then you have options, two strikers up there to kind of play off of, and we got a lot of goals like that in the past. But sure, uh, I think we'll leave it at that. We'll get into the comments just to end this podcast off the right way. So I'll, for some reason, my uh, comments are not popping up on the stream here, so I'll just read them out to you guys. Um, so first comment is, we got Lukaku. All we need now is a, a goalkeeper and some win, wing backs. Yeah, we pretty much touched upon that. Yeah. Definitely need a goalkeeper. We definitely do need one more wing back that can actually beat guys and attack, much like Davies style, you know. Um, anyway, we'll move on here. Uh, I think we are missing Christian. Christian, sorry, said, I think we are missing a player like Mickey in the midfield, someone who has speed in their legs and can beat a man to create unbalance. I think that player's Uwad. Awar. I all, yeah, I think we can yeah. all agree on that. Even Renato Sanchez when we saw him. Yeah, saw yeah that's another one. Right? Absolutely. Yeah, I fully agree there. We have uh, Joseph saying, with three at the back, with the three at the back, our wing backs have to be great. That's why we should switch to a 4 3 2 1. It's fair. Like if yeah. you're gonna play three at the back, your your wing backs gotta be very good. They gotta be able to attack. They gotta have a huge motor on them. They gotta get up and down the field. I don't necessarily think we have that to be no. quite honest. So no, I for sure no. agree. All right, so we agree with that. Moving on, Jake Tassone Pereda should be our starting DM with Brian coming off the bench to kill the game. 
I agree. Um, yeah, I agree. I'd buy into that. Um, Leo Belch gotta have Paredes start against Milan. I think we all had Paredes in our starting lineup. Yeah, way around that. Yeah. Um, uh, Joel Bully says I think we have to make a decision on who our left back is going to be moving forward and put faith in them. We can't keep switching between Spina and Zaluski. Just fair. That's, that's fair, but one of them has to have a great performance that deserves the right to keep Sorry. that role consistently. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. Uh, Joel also went on to say, Lorente looks like our strongest center back, especially since Smalling seems to have left his prime behind. I think Sophie yeah, Mancini is our best. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah I was going to say so they're too. both playing well, but... They both look good. To me, they're our top two center backs. I think Indica can be that guy too. It's very strange yeah. that he's not playing. Like, well, again, we don't know what's going on. Maybe in training he's not looking good. We don't really know, right? Um, there's no way Smalling Jose Mourinho sits Smalling. Yeah, fully agree with that. We've got a couple guys saying we're missing Rogers' speed at the back for sure. Wonder if Indica yeah. comes on for the Milan game. We're gonna need his speed. True. That was from uh, Joel again. Yeah, fully agree. Um. We have Leo, another Leo here, saying the miss, the misses by Rui are indefensible. Mancini called him out in the most polite way possible. I don't think I saw that. Did you guys see anything? With he that? said I, it was in the post game press conference. I know Roma posted it. I forget exactly what he said, but it was. Where he said like, we have to be better, kind of thing. Or? No, it was like uh, it was something about the goals conceded. I, I gotta find it. It was pretty. Uh, just keep going. I'll try. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. It. If you yeah. can find it, let us know. Uh, I didn't really see that, so that's interesting. He also goes on to say Svilar has to play. He can learn to communicate with the back line. If that's an issue, communication with the back line, I think that's kind of stupid. Like, just put him in. He's a goalkeeper. He's been with the team for around a year plus now. Get him in there. Ivano, legendary man, big supporter of Lupo TV, says, hey, what's up, Romanisti? Hoping we sign De Gea or else I don't see us qualifying for Champions League, sadly. On a positive note, Champino is going to be flooded with Romanisti tomorrow. Damn right, sure. man. Sure. Cannot I got wait. the quote here if you guys want it. You got the Mancini, quote? Yeah, what is it? Mancini basically just said, it is a difficult start. We struggled today, and it is clear that seeing and it is clear that seeing Roma with only one point after two rounds is unacceptable. I guess like, you can say that's blaming Rui. Yeah, indirectly, possibly. We, we, we struggled. I mean, uh, I don't know. Is yeah. that the one, Leo? It was something like that. I got to try and find. I think Roma posted it. Quickly go look. All right, moving on. Ivano with another comment on popular opinion. We actually haven't started the season that poorly in terms of style of play. We started playing simply more attacking ball, but we don't have the speed to get back and defend. Yeah, like there's been there's been spurts of quality play here and there. It's just it's a matter of getting the ball in the net, being clinical in front of goal, and actually scoring. I just find that we're so far pushed on the outskirts on our attack. We're always trying to cross it. There's never a guy that can just go through the middle, beat a guy, give and go, and just bury it like a normal football goal. You watch interplay like Lotaro Martinez. This guy gets the ball and across taps it in. They cut through the middle. They create. I just, I feel like we're so one-dimensional, and I, I hope Lukaku can really, you know, put like a wooden stake in that and really open up our options of offensively. We need guys who can beat other their opponents, kind of break through with speed. We need giving goals. We need creativity, good balls. Like, we're just missing that flair, that skill. And it's costing us, yeah. And we have GP over here saying Lukaku's fat. 
<laughs> let's hope uh, he's in shape. <laughs> you know, there's been some interesting pitchers in the past where he was a little bit overweight. Let's oh, hope yeah. for the best Big in time. that regard. Um, Daredevil De- Harry says, Rui Sale can generate money for extra wages for uh, De Gea. The problem Joseph is you need Red- someone to buy him. Yeah, exactly. So Joseph, <laughs> right after, he's like, no one's buying Rui. But yeah, I think we can all agree <laughs> yeah, with that. Udon true. He's going to buy this guy. If he gets sold, it's going to be for 500k. And uh, you'd hope that the team buying him has never watched him play or seen him <laughs> play before. Um, yeah, we have Mohammed saying the man looks exhausted. He can't make a run. Jose must give Svilar a chance after the Milan match. Yeah, I fully agree. Like, I still think you have to play Rui in the Milan match solely based on experience. I don't want to throw Svilar in there and then all of a sudden he makes a shit play, a bad decision, and then his confidence is done. Out the and window, we have yeah. two goalies who suck. Like, I, we can't afford for that to happen. We got to play Svilar in a, a game with less pressure. And let him, uh, you know, play and see what he's got. Like, Rui is already a terrible scenario, so you might as well put him in one more time and all for the best. Maybe he'll surprise us. He won't, but we could always have that hope. <laughs> um, M. Schrimmer says, can't they afford flight tickets? Why is the president flying to Because <laughs> <Jet?" laughs> it's, it's Dan. That... Yeah, man. It's Danny Freakin. That's Dan. That's who he is. Yeah. Top Gun. So, it's a little <laughs> Top Gun. It's that little bit of extra class, you know? It's like... We're such a classy club, a huge club that we can just go pick up our guy. He doesn't need to worry about this or that. He's in safe Get hands. in the private jet, sit in the back, enjoy yourself, you know. Big relax. daddy's in. Relax. You're, no, you're at Roma now, okay? You're at the exclusive Roma. Yeah. Papa Friedkin. You don't need to worry about no planes anymore. No, he is your pilot. That's it. Absolutely. Uh, we have Jake Tassone. Lukaku might need time to get fit. Has he even been training? See, from what I know, he's been training uh, with the, the youth team in Chelsea, and then from there he was training on his own in Belgium. Outside of that, I haven't heard anything. I guess we'll wait for Mourinho to uh, offer some comments on that front in his pre-game uh, press conference. I'm sure he's going to be asked about Lukaku. I'm sure he's going to have his comments. If it turns out Lukaku is not going to suit up for Milan, I'll be freaking devastated, but... It could be for the best. We'll see what happens if we end up with just Balotti and Solbakken and oh god, Solbakken. Forgot about not... Ola. Yeah, he's not looking yeah. good though, man. Like he he makes you, smart decisions. You were passes. keen on this guy. Of course, it was keen. We had a freaking disaster <laughs> going on here, man. I don't think he looks that bad. I mean, off the he bench, look I don't that think he bad. Looked terrible. He, he, no, he's smart. Yeah. He makes the right passes. He stretches the ball. It's just. I think he's it's a very good depth happen. player. Something about him. It's, it's just I feel like Mourinho either doesn't trust him or he doesn't look. He doesn't have the confidence. It's like yeah. you said. Yeah, it's like, like you tell me he's making the easy pass because he doesn't want to be kind of yelled at or out of. Doesn't want to risk it. You can just yeah, see every time he plays, he has quality here and there, but it's just not going to happen. No, like, he, he's not going to be the guy. He's not going to surprise us all and score goals. He had that great goal last season, you know, like he's he's a player that I would use still. He's useful in maybe like a Europa League game here or there, Coppa Italia against the lower side. If somebody's injured, I feel he can start and do a, a decent job. He's not going to hurt us with his performance, but basically average. Mm-hmm. It's fair to say. And it is what it is. Yeah. Um, we have Vaddy FC here. I'm a Chelsea supporter, but I subscribe regardless. Thank you, sir, for that. Got I appreciate it. it. Um, if anyone can bring the best out of Lukaku, it's Mourinho. Good luck with the rest of the season. Classy Chelsea lad. Class Chelsea. 
Um, Jake Tassone puts some respect on this is when we were talking about Azmoon. He's like, puts respect on my boy Azmoon. <laughs> I hope the best for him. You know, I, I hope he comes in, he gets fit if he's not fit, and he, he scores goals. I know we were linked to this guy, what, last year, the year before that, before he went yeah, to every He's supposed to come in for, before Schmurdo, so yeah, and people were people were excited about him. So, I mean, I don't know, I've never really seen too much of him. I know he didn't have the best stats in the Bundesliga, but. You never know. He's, like he's he's got a little bit of speed. He he's creative. He can score. He knows where to go in the right areas. I don't know why it didn't work with Bayer Leverkusen, but uh, on Zenit he was all over the place. He was like a creator. He basically did it all. He's and clubs were after him. So yeah, no, no, he's highly something. touted player. I I'd honestly call him like a striker version of Watt. Basically, like he's a very similar type of player. It's just he's a striker rather than a midfielder. That's fair. Um. Balotti couldn't handle. Okay, so next we have Leo. Balotti couldn't handle being number two last season to Tammy. His form first game against Salernitana was a completely different player because he felt like he was the guy. Hope he continues that mindset. And then he said, Tammy's not contributing in 23-24. Gotta hope we still secure Marcos for future. Yeah, I think we that's, can agree yeah, with that. That's, yeah, yeah that's we very... talked about that. So what about Bellotti? Is he still going to perform when uh, Lukaku's here? Like, it's going to be interesting to see, right? Um, I think he's not so. Gonna be the guy. I think I that mean, now. Go ahead, Frank. Go ahead. No, no, go, 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 go. I just think that like last season was horrible, right? We all know that. He and he knows that he it was horrible. It was a big letdown. People were excited to bring him in. He was once a great player. Confidence dropped entirely, and then. Um, to go in to start the season with two goals, completely boost your confidence. People are so excited for you. Then now you're bringing in somebody to take your spot. You're just going to be even more hungry to go score goals and prove people wrong. I think, I don't know how they're going to integrate these guys in, if they're going to play them together. Balotti's going to come off the bench. But I think, um, I still think Balotti will have a good season. I just don't know exactly how they're going to want to line them up. I But, uh, I don't think he's going to go back to his last season's form. I mean, like last game, he still, no. he still played okay. He looks good. He looks good. He looks, he looks no, confident. He looked good last game. I think, uh, yeah. I'm more excited. I'm definitely excited to see him play, regardless if we have Lukaku or not. I just don't know exactly mm-hmm. how we're going to do it. And I agree, Tammy's hey. at this rate, he's going to come back in four or five months. It's going to take a while to get back to fitness if he does get back to top fitness. We already got a few strikers. I think I our best bet is to much. consider. Abraham gone for the season. Like, let's Pretty just much. pretend he doesn't exist at this yeah. point, yeah, right? Yeah, like, yeah. I, think I don't Belotti, think he can do well, personally, but go on, Frank, sorry. No, I think Belotti will have his, again, he'll have his chance. We had a lot of a lot of games last year. At the end of the season, he looked like he was getting the, the nod ahead of Tammy, right? So, I think he'll have his chance, whether Belotti, or whether uh, Lukaku's here or not, but no, I'm excited for Excited for this competition up front. I think it's just going to add another aspect to it. I think with Lukaku, he can really, like, in my opinion, last season with Tammy, he didn't really outplay Belotti in the goal standpoint, right? So he couldn't really just, I feel like Belotti almost couldn't justify getting outplayed by by Tammy. With with Lukaku, he can really bring the goals. That's where we're really going to see the goals. I think Lukaku... I would I would go as far as saying he's the best striker we've had at the club since what Batistuta, Batistuta. right? Um, Maybe the jackass I mean, that says he did Show me him. Yeah, Show me. I don't, I don't know. 
Yeah, I guess I guess you could throw him in there, but well, Charco does have a hundred plus goals for Roma, so yeah, you can't take that away from him. Just hundred percent. Yeah, he was his time. To probably go. in all honesty, it's probably about a suit Jaco and Lukaku. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Totti's not a striker. Not a striker. No, you can't can't consider him. Like. Uh, okay, we can move on here. Um, Tammy will get sold, in my opinion. Ivano says. Leo says, yeah, Tammy is probably going to be sold for around twenty million next season, which is probably the most likely scenario. For being quite honest, maybe we even swap him in for Lukaku with Chelsea. What we'll kills see. me is that if Tammy didn't injure his ACL at the end of the last season, he was gone. Gone. Forty million. He was gone, gone. and he would have been he would have been our transfer market right there. We could have yeah. started working a lot earlier. But, but still, we get one thing, one thing we haven't mentioned here. I think Thiago Pinto, especially for this move to secure Lukaku and bring it over the de- bring it over the deadline. Yes, I think he deserves a round of applause. There's a lot yeah. of people in the group chat that were giving him shit earlier in the season, earlier in the market, even just a couple weeks ago, before we had Paredes and and uh, Ronaldo Sanchez brought in. I think he's done an unbelievable job for such a young director too to get this over the line. I think he gave Roma a legit opportunity right now to finish top four i think we're in the top four race we haven't started off well but i think we have it's the team on paper Frank. i think i think this season paying paying 13 million to, to lukaku for one for a loan for a well, team who's not in the top four we you have to it's i would say five like the first it's kind of a different story uh in a way seven and a half we're paying the seven and a half mil for his salary for 10 months months. i thought it was seven and a half for 10 months seven and a half for 10 months i saw seven and a half and then i saw 6.5 i hope it's 6.5 i don't don't know man i think i saw fabrizio say 7.5 and then he said that the fee was just higher than five million yeah so at the end of the day like yeah, we did, we did spend a lot of money, so we gotta expect the best from Lukaku. I'm just hoping that little entry of the release clause in the new contract must mean something. Like, why would they put that for no reason, right? Yeah, yeah. But then again, why wouldn't they just put an option to buy? Like, I mean, it doesn't really make no because that's on Lukaku's new salary, and then and that's oh, on Lukaku's new contract. It's it's just anyone can buy that. But hopefully, like you said, we can include Tammy or do something. Hey, if that's gonna be happening, that means Lukaku had a great season for us. So. And that's mean, it. That's and like I said, problem, when yeah. Rome wraps their arms around you, you're not going nowhere. Yeah, fall yeah, in love. Yeah. Um, so we have Sam saying Romelu is going to score for some Milan because there ain't no smalling to block him. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Uh, Ivano, the more strikers, the better, especially with the new formation with two strikers playing together. They'll all get rotated. Yeah, for enough. sure. Um, Oh, my God. Uh, Vincent Cristante long balls to Lukaku. We're gonna be cooking. Eh, Cristante Paredes, even Mancini long balls to Lukaku. Yeah, yeah. So we have Ismail saying Mourinho is a great coach. Um, I'm hurt. I'm hurt seeing him with Cristante and Mancini. I guess he's not a fan. He's asking, are we are we still Mourinho in? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think so. I'm yeah, Mourinho, yeah. and there's no other coach that would have brought in these players. I'm giving Mourinho the full season. Let's see what happens. He hasn't even been on the bench, in fairness. Yeah, it's you... too early to say out. It's one yeah. thing to tell guys what to do, That's but it's crazy. another thing to have that presence on the side of the like of the pitch, right? So we'll see what happens. If we can shock the world and beat Milan, it would be the most Roma thing ever. They're two and zero. They're they're, you know, their confidence is all like at the ceiling right now. Um, yeah, maybe if we can frustrate them, park the bus, and pop in a goal, they'll get on each other. And at the end of the day, they know they're 2-0. So if we start popping in a goal, 
they're going to try their best, but they're going to be like, ah, it's early, you know, we won two in a row. We can afford to, like, tie and lose this game. So most people would agree with what I just said, but that's the mentality of a player sometimes. So deal with it, okay? Um, next we have Muhammad because we don't have a left-footed CB, but Indika is. Uh, Vincent says there's zero chance Lukaku starts. I think as we discussed that, we can yeah. kind of agree now, right? Yeah. I think Bellotti's gonna start, and then I just find it. I just find it crazy. Like I guess Pellegrini will have to play up top, which could get ugly if if Dybala is not fit. Yeah, that's fair. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, we have Leo saying Leo agrees with Leo on the fact that Shellick can start the match and do well. So yeah, you know it's a possibility. Um, yeah. If Mourinho thinks he can get it done again, by all means, I think I, I don't think he's a bad player by any means, Shellick. Like I. I think he has potential. I think he gets the job done. There was just like, I think it was what, like two, three games where he was just awful. And then he went back, we kind of gave up on him and he came back and actually played well. So mm-hmm. I don't know what we can say there. Um, Ivano says 10 nothing Milan for the game. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I agree, Ivano. Yeah, yeah. I think he's in the boat of like, you know, we're going to lose, we're going to lose, and then we win, and then he starts laughing. Right? So, a lot of people are in that uh, way of thinking. Uh, Vincent says we can't rush Lukaku. He also says we need Spinozola for depth and we shouldn't sell him right now. Which is fair. Ivano did respond to him and say Zaluski and El Sharawe on the left. Which I don't mind. Yeah, we said that too, right? But it's strictly attacking at that point. We could actually pull it off if we really needed to sell Spina. But then what if, God forbid, El Sharawe gets injured? Then we're just down to one. Then what do we do, right? Yeah, we're fooled. I'm like I know people are crazy about left foot, right foot, ready. Like I don't care, man. Just play. As yeah, long as you can like, play, that's all I care about. Left foot, right foot, whatever. Who cares? Get it done. If you're gonna be under pressure and kind of screw it up because you don't have two feet, then how are you a professional footballer? Like, yeah, no, exactly. Like, come on, man. Speed up is right footed, plays left. Zaluski's right footed, plays left, uh, and there's no mm-hmm. problem. But now all of a sudden, it matters. Like, come on. No, we could always I agree. put Selic there. We could always put. Um, Zaluski, obviously, uh, Christensen, maybe Karsdorp. on the left. Right. can also play. I think Karsdorp has enough skill to play the left, in my opinion, honestly. Uh, moving on. Zaluski and Asha, yeah, we said that. Deck W, final score, Roma 3, Milan 2. There will be more goals in all our games this season. Huh. Some optimism, yeah. some positivity. Like that. Right we need deck. it. All right. Yeah, Let's see it. Uh, next we have Schrimmer. We needed Taremi instead. No, I don't think so. Eh. Nah. Eh. I don't think so. Uh, Vincent, did you see the late links to Bonucci? To be honest, I would not mind. We haven't discussed this yet. What do you guys think? Would you Uh, take Bonucci? No. 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 (laughs) No, I'm good. No? I'm good on that. Yeah, honestly, great guy in the dressing room. Absolutely insane. I don't even know. But, like... I don't want him. I want him if far we away. thought we were slow shit. now, we're going to be slow later. Shit. Yeah, he is a little bit of a petzal de merda. Okay, I mean, we'll see what happens. We do need another defender, so... It's all up to Mourinho at the end of the day, right? No. I could see Mourinho actually enjoying oh. a guy like Gucci, but... Hopefully Dan freaking brings Sar back on that plane, too. I saw that. Malang Sar. Yeah. yeah. You see the video of Pocatino saying, I don't even know who that guy yeah, is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the heck is that? <laughs> Bring him in. Um... Ismail, uh, what's the point of Lukaku with no proper goalkeeper and fast center back? We need goals, man. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. We need goals. We need goals. We need goals. 
The best I say this a hundred times. I don't know if people think I'm crazy. The best offense, the best defense is a good offense. Okay. Yeah, if you can outscore them, you don't gotta worry about attacking. Rudy. These guys are not gonna touch the ball. Yeah. Like that's all that matters. If they pop in one, we pop in two. Like at the end of the day, that's the best way to do it. If we're not gonna have the best defense, we may as well have a good offense. Yeah, for you sure. Dybala, Lukaku, Pellegrini, Uwar, like we gotta be able to score goals. If we can at this point, Belotti, like, as Moon. Yeah, we got options. Mark, man. We have a lot of options to score goals. At this point, if we can't do that, we're in trouble. Ivano. Um, Ivano. I'm at Ivano right now. Um, I'll never twerk for Pinto. Frank, this is a shot at you, it looks like. For me, a sporting director's on, job... <laughs> for me, a sporting director's job is to buy Allison's for $8 million, the Marquinhos's for $10 million, nah. not Lukaku and players like that. Plus, Lukaku's got over the line because of Daddy Friedkin and not Pinto. Frank? Well, it's a it's a combination of, of Jose Friedkin, which he's not wrong. But he's saying it's not. He's not wrong because of Friedkin and Morino. He's not wrong. It gets over the line. A deal of that of that altitude, I mean, is always going to go through the club level. Like I said, paying seven and a half million wages. I mean, Friedkin. You know, Friedkin went down to try and get that lowered. Um, the fee is is good. <laughs> But I mean, in an, for a one-year loan, a team like Roma would never, in the past, pay thirteen to twelve million. But Freakins allowed it to happen. I mean, buying guys like Allison for eight million, and that that that's not going to happen every day. Uh, you can even look at at other teams in the league like Milan, right? They mm-hmm. they're spending a bit on younger guys. But I feel like at Roma right now with Mourinho, like I said. You have one year left with Mourinho. You want to get top four. You want to secure top four. Bring in established it's, guys. You have to bring in – exactly. You have to bring in those kind of level of players. You can't be relying on the young guys. We've seen it happen in the past. At the end of the Mercato, we bringing in guys like Ante Koric and, and Kloiverts and, and those kind of – you know what I mean? With Monchi, and we've seen how it worked out in the past. So Mongo, I'm kind man. of glad – like if you look at all these players, Awar, Renato Sanchez, these are proven players that have played. Even a guy like Lorente to bring back. But uh, Mourinho did say it best, though, right? He said we're getting guys that are like low fitness that other teams want, but they're not necessarily starting. Like he said, what did he say? We're, we wouldn't get Renato Sanchez if he was good fitness all year round. We wouldn't have got Dybala. People were scared because of his fitness levels. That's a good point. Like we're not even in Champions League. Until we get there, we're not going to be able to sign these star players that everyone keeps talk- talking about. Like I feel like Mourinho, to too. Then. Doesn't want What's to give that? his own flowers. Like he doesn't want to kind of say, like you know, I 100%. feel like a lot. Of, He's smart. A lot of those know? guys. A lot of those guys wouldn't come without him. Uh, like I feel like, like a guy like in who was it, Awar or Sanchez? It's like some of these guys were linked to Milan, who are who are in higher positions than us, coming off the Champions League final. Guys like Indica could have gone to Barca, but they chose Roma because Mourinho, right? So mm-hmm. I don't know. I think Pinto did a good job of. Helping Mourinho try and get top four, but we'll see what happens. Yeah. Okay, we just got a couple more comments left. Uh, why don't we cash in on Pellegrini? <laughs> He's the captain. No. Born in Rome, raised in Rome. Paul <laughs> Boy El Capitano. No. I get what you're saying, and it's very frustrating, but we no, have no, don't we have no choice. Don't we have no choice. All I'm gonna say is we have don't no choice but to, to depend on Pellegrini and to hope that he finally turns that corner and becomes the player that we saw in the past which is very effective, scoring free kicks left and right. He would have buried a free kick if it didn't go off the crossbar and off the goalie's back last game. So, yeah. Again, he we talked about it early on, so I'm not going to get too much into it. He is a player we're all hoping succeeds, and 
hey, you put Lukaku with Pellegrini, you never know what could happen, right? So we'll see what happens there. And the last comment of the day of the podcast, do you think we will get a new goalkeeper and a new center back? Uh, you guys we haven't got a goalkeeper, I don't think so. No. Uh, center back, maybe. I think we are going to maybe bring in one. I don't think it's going to be at the top level, but goalkeeper, I doubt it. Center back, yeah. I'm excited for that kid we have out on loan, Master Antonio. Apparently, he was a, he's supposed to be a good Roma kid. He's out in okay. City of B or City of C. Hopefully, next year he's good, but honestly, no. I don't think we're I don't think so. I don't think we got the time. No. Okay. I guess so. I will leave it there. Uh, thank you, Frank. Thank you, Leo. Another great podcast. We're around one hour and fifty minutes. This was supposed to be a forty-five minute. Okay. <laughs> good. But, you know, it's it's all for the love of Roma. We want to thank everyone who uh, came out and you know commented, supported the channel, watched, and uh, yeah, we really appreciate you guys. You know, we're trying to get this thing going here with this podcast as well as Lupo TV as a whole. So for those still watching, please give a thumbs up to the video. It helps with the algorithm. Apparently, I don't know. I'm pretty new to this. And please subscribe to the channel. It helps in more ways than one. Um, yeah, thank you guys for watching. And uh, well, I, I also wanted to mention there will be a watch-along this Friday, Roma-Milan. Tune in there. I'll be there. And uh, we'll go through the match together and uh, hopefully, you know, have a very happy and successful time together. So, <laughs> Dai Roma. Any last words for you guys? Oh, thank you, everybody. Take it easy.